0: Welcome to another episode of Straight Talk with Strahan.
1: Hey, it's Odie Strahan, and I'm having one of the most amazing days of my life. Hopefully you are too. Let's get this show started. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Straight Talk with Hand. Guys, we are in for a treat. Really excited about today's episode. Today, uh, we have this young fellow that was one of the top guards in the area this past season who just wrapped up a, you know, a record-setting career. Uh, even though it was a short career, record-setting career at Burbank. Uh, you know, we're going to get into some straight talk on his backstory, his playing days, and like I said, just a little bit of everything else. Isaiah Griffin, you out there? Yes, sir. How you doing today, man? Good. How are you? Having one of the most amazing days of my life. Really excited about this pod. I, I know I actually wanted to, uh, you know, get you on for some time, but, you know, Timing didn't work, so but we're here, man. So I'm really excited. I don't want to uh, waste too much time. So, you know, let's dive right right into this, man. Talk to me. When did you uh when did you start playing hoop, man?
2: I started playing basketball. I started playing on a team like the age of four.
1: At, at four at four years old, you you wreck <laughs> uh rec ball, I take it right, rec ball?
2: Yeah, I play uh Army downtown. Gotcha. We're a lot of uh a lot of great careers have started, for sure. Yes, Growing sir. up,
1: uh, did, uh, did, you, did you play any other sports?
2: I played football, baseball, ran track.
1: So a little bit of everything. Yes, sir. Uh, football, what, what position did you play? Can I can only imagine how athletic you are.
2: Played quarterback, kicker, turn, running back. Nothing on, the def-
1: nothing on the defensive side?
2: Uh, I played safety. Gotcha. How, uh, up to what age did you play football? Uh, my sophomore year played
1: okay, varsity. Oh wow! So you played all the way up through high school. Yeah, that, 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 that's awesome, man. When did you realize that basketball was ultimately the passion and was
2: going to be the sport that you're going to that you were going to pursue? Probably about ninth grade. Yeah, I realized ninth grade that was my sport. I always knew basketball was my favorite. Basketball, well, not football was kind of my favorite sport, but basketball became my favorite about eighth, ninth grade. Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: So, which is really cool to hear because, you know, unfortunately, as you know, uh, these days, uh, everybody has to specialize in the sports early, you know, it's like a year around thing. I know, um, you know, I, I have a son that plays and, you know, he doesn't really get much of a break all, all year long, you know? So it's, it's really, I love to hear it when, when uh, young, young fellows are able to actually extend their careers in multiple sports, as long as you have. So that, that, that that's awesome. Uh, let me ask you this uh, growing up, especially since you, you know, started playing the game, for at an organized level. Uh were there specific players that you modeled your game after, whether it be professional players or just you know players locally around here wherever you're at, where did you grew up in Sacramento, by the way? Did you grow up in Sacramento? Yeah, I grew up until I was like
2: 13. Okay. But, so
1: uh, yeah, it was who did you model your game after? Like to so whether it be you know professional players or just you know local players around it. Some may, may you know may remember.
2: When I was younger, I wanted to be like my dad. My dad was a bu- my dad was a bucket. I wanted to be like him. But when I got older I started wanting to do at like Westbrook. Let's talk about their player. That's our turn then, Donovan Mitchell, a little bit. So it's like, Got what? You. The- gotcha. Gotcha.
1: I was going to talk about it later, but yet um, there's good reason for you to want to play like your dad, man. Your dad's arguably one of the best basketball players in sack history. Yes, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I know they, put a, uh, they had put a list together not too long ago, and he definitely was on it actually for both uh, football and basketball. But but definitely basketball. My guy was was literally a certified walking bucket. That's for sure. I know my older brother uh, went to school. He actually I have two older brothers, and and they both fell in, in between the time that your your dad played. So I, you know, I definitely got a chance to catch him play. And man, yeah, you, I, I could definitely see see that. You definitely guys, you know, definitely got some of that DNA, that athleticism. That, that's for sure. What yes, was sure. it specifically about his game that you were? I get it, you were young, but what what about it about his game specifically did you try to take?
2: Just the way that he confidence coming up the court. He shoot the ball well. His IQ is just good all around. And he's like, he, he's a vocal leader.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Go ahead. He showed
2: me how to be a leader at a young age.
1: And it makes sense about the Westbrook, uh, you know, transition to, you know, obviously uh, pattern your game after Westbrook is if anybody has seen you play, um, you really only got one speed. You know, It's just constant attack mode, which is something that I always found impressive. It's funny because um, how, how tall are you, man, officially? I know they got you listed, but how tall are you officially? Uh,
2: like 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, you 5'10"? Isaiah, you 5'10"? Yes.
1: Oh, that's pushing it, man. Okay, I didn't think you were that tall. But hey, 5'10". I'm, I'm, I'm probably
2: 5'9", realistically 5'9". Uh, with shoes on, I'm probably 5'10". Gotcha. Well, it's meant to be
1: complimentary, man. What, what, what I want to say is I always told people, like someone didn't tell Isaiah that he wasn't six five, six six. Cause that's how you play your game, man. It's yeah. like your your whole game was as if you six five, six six. But yeah, it, it's absolutely remarkable, you know, what you're able to do at that size, and obviously your athleticism, you know, um, you know is able it allows you to do a lot of that. But no, it's you definitely have that Westbrook mentality, constantly attacking. Uh, obviously, which is which was very fun to see, and in your case, you know, was able to help you be so
2: productive, you know, on the court. Let me ask you this:
1: When did you when, when did you actually start playing AAU ball? Uh,
2: let me see. I played a few tournaments when I was younger, but I didn't really start playing AAU official until like thirteen. Gotcha. So okay, I always like to ask that question
1: because, as you know, these days they start at like three U. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, everybody out the womb, you, you you know, you're getting recruited. You know how that goes. So <laughs> you are getting ranked at. So the, <laughs> yeah so the fact that um you know i like you know that you started at 13 to be honest with you these days that would be considered late don't you agree man that was heck yeah. of late yeah so uh 13 is when you started playing au ball uh what yeah. type of teams were you able to play for during your au i guess career throughout high school i mean any any circuit teams or any teams that you know really, really traveled
2: um well when I, my first team started off i played it was in virginia it was like team called the Bobcats. We was, like, a local team for, like, our little town we was in. It was local, but we went, we went to, like, pretty, we went to pretty good tournaments for the team we had. We was at Virginia Tech a few times. Then we went to North Carolina and played against some good teams. And then I played for uh, Boo Williams. Now, it the, it not the EY, EYBL team, but it was, like, one of their off teams. I played for them. We played a lot of good competition. Then I played yeah. uh, for Rose City. Than I played for um, YBA. Well, Boo Williams is obviously, you
1: know, that that guy is legendary. You know, that whole orga- that whole organization is legendary. So d- to be able to play on any of those, any of that, any of those teams is, is actually remarkable. Let me ask you this: uh, wasn't this, I was going to ask you this later on, but uh, talk to me about the. Competition between Virginia and out here in California. From I know, you, I know you played at different age standpoint. meaning you were younger when you played in Virginia, as you know. As you got older, you were out here in, in California. But talk to me about the competition level between the two 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 different states.
2: Well, I guess it depends. Like if I'm playing AAU, the competition is is like around the same. But high school ball, I say the competition out, out here was harder for me. Like I averaged more points out here, but the competition was harder. Uh, in Virginia, I played against them, a lot of good people. It was some good competition, especially my freshman year. I played against my the hardest person hardest person I ever played against in my life. Which is? Uh, his name is Quentin Morton Robertson. He, he went to school, he went to Radford High School, four time state champion, mm. four time uh, state player of the year. He beat Matt McClung. And then um, I think I, I scored 20 points on him. Yeah, I think we both scored 20 on each other. It was, it was a good game. And then he ended up going to Radford University. He
1: won. Nice man, nice. McClung just went, uh, just finally got you know got signed too. That was good to see with that young fella. But yeah, that's uh, good stuff. Let me ask you this: uh, so, from a, I, I guess, what do you feel like you gained most from
2: AAU, I mean, whether it be you know out there or even out here when you came out here? Probably just, I don't know, just keep going fast, like right? move quick, and just be alert at all times. So, yeah, you, you never know. Like, it might be coaches there. Like, coaches might be just, like, famous people coming to watch you. you got to be alert and play good at all times.
1: Do you feel the speed of the game uh, at the AU level
2: it w- was faster for you than your high school – than the high school Um, Yeah, I'd say it was, but not really because, I mean, the high school I went to, we moved fast. We played fast. So, AAU is faster though, because you have to you used to, like it's basically up and back and back and forth. It's not much defense getting played in AAU anymore.
1: <laughs> All right. Hey, uh so you play for YBA. Uh you said Rose City. You, Rose City, correct? Out, out here. Uh City portion. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Talk to me about that experience. YBA, it was a good experience, with Coach Chris. I know mean, I have fellow coach Chris and YBA. I think that was one of, my, one of my favorite teams. It was Like a more college-ready team. We had we had some good height. We had a, some six nines, six eight, six six. We had some guards, and like we played like five in, not five in out, but like no no one person you want to stay in the game the whole time and shine really. It's not gonna be just one person. It's gonna be like a group effort. And he taught us how to play as a team and be a be more college-ready.
1: No, that's good, man. A shout out to Chris Collins. Uh, I mean, obviously, his YBA uh, organization is very prominent out here locally. Um, you, like you're right, he, he, there's a lot of talent through that YBA organization, and uh, it sounds like that was a deep team. Like that's what you're alluding to that there wasn't just one player. It, it was literally a, a, a team concept, team victory, temp, uh, team effort. Uh, Rose City, uh, did you did you do a little bit more traveling with them?
2: Um, uh, I I, I start playing with them at the end, so I didn't really. I think we went, to, we went to Idaho, went to Idaho, that's all I remember. That was far, Idaho, and we played a lot of local tournaments. Gotcha, gotcha. Overall, let me ask you this,
1: which which, which, which do you feel, I mean, it sounds like you, have, you put a lot of respect on the competition you played in high school, which is uh, definitely understandable because of the talent that you played. Uh, which do you feel
2: was more competitive between the two? AAU. AAU. Yeah, I put it again, some good West Coast elite teams, some good Arizona teams, some team from uh Oregon, put some Vegas teams. Man, I put yeah. a team all over. Gotcha, man. Gotcha.
1: Well, hey, listen. Uh, that's uh, you know, I know we talked, we alluded to him a little bit earlier, but you know, before I got, before I want to get into your high school career, I want to talk about this uh, and your phenomenal senior. Year. I just wanted to get into the you know the phenomenal sports family that you that you that you come from. Uh, like I said, your dad was arguably, you know, one of the best, you know, players in sack history. Um, and I know, I know you said the basketball IQ, you know, vocal leader. Um, how much of an influence do you feel like uh, he was in, in you p- picking the game of basketball, number one? Even though know, You know, I know he played multiple sports, uh, but o- also just your overall
2: current game. I think it was like almost, if it ain't 99.8, it's like 99.9. He felt like, if it weren't for him, I wouldn't even play basketball, probably. Wow. That, that, that's amazing, man. Because, you know. Right. Who, yeah. Go ahead. He showed me, like, he he put the ball in my hand at like, the age of one. Like, when I was fresh born, he put the ball in my hand. And then, ever from there, I never played with toys. I always had a basketball. And then, we just went outside. And then, one day, I was, like, four years old, sitting on the couch. He asked me, like, do you want to go play basketball? or want to play on a basketball team? I said, yeah. I have played ever since.
1: Yeah. You know, a lot of people would assume that's always the case, but it's not, you know, there's a lot of players that, you know, once they have kids uh, the kids want to do everything, but play that game, you know? So the reason why, I, so it's always a good, you know, it's always special when uh, you know, when, the, when, the, when, you know, son's able to pick up, you know, where the dad left off and, and, and it's really, it's a special relationship, a special commonalities, a special bond that the father son have. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and it, 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 it's nice to see, uh, especially here locally, you know, you know, with, with sack and obviously you the second coming, you know, with the Griffin, it, it was like I said, it was awesome to see. I, I got to see you a lot this, uh, your senior year. And, uh, man, there was, a lot, you know, a lot of things about your game, you know, that kind of definitely remind me of your dad. Um, you guys definitely, have you guys still have two different games, but it, it was definitely, you know, it was fun to see. It was fun to watch you this past season. Uh, yeah. let me ask you this, uh, have you actually seen? I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, we, there was no, you know, back in your dad's day, there was no social media. There's not all these videos. You know, now it seems like you know, footage is is nothing short now. You know, but yeah. were you actually able to see any footage
2: of him, or just just pretty much, you know, stories told? Yeah, just story. I never seen him. I never seen footage. I just seen him play at a pickup or something. I never seen him like play in high school. Or nothing. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I'm pretty sure you, you've heard stories though. Once once they find out who your dad is, you've heard stories. I can't even I can't even lead a house out here in the story of my dad. <laughs> hey man,
1: it, it it it's all legitimate, man. I can tell you that, but I'm pretty sure you know that. Talk to me, uh, like I said, keep it in the family. Talk to me about that's uh, you know, the special duo that, uh, that you and your brother Mario are. I know you, you uh I, I was like I said, I was able to witness you guys just heavily this past season. Um, uh, but um talk to me about, you know, was that chemistry something that you guys always had?
2: Yeah, it never fell off. We I uh, went back. I went back to Virginia and came back. It was just like we back at it. Like we left off when we younger. Except it was just more fun that we could dunk now. So like, we just still love. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. And, uh, definitely, he definitely the greatest.
1: Hey, let me ask you this: Growing up, you guys, you guys always had that. I mean, you guys, it was never like uh, any tension. You you guys always
2: had that 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 really just that chemistry that you guys had. Uh, yeah. Were you guys always yeah, willing yeah. to share the ball? Yeah, never been no jealousy. But I was just like, whoever. If it's your day, it's your day. You gotta go get it.
1: That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Um, like you alluded to, you know, you had spent some time apart. Uh, to, uh, you know, talk to me about being able to get back together. I know the one year was shorting, but still, the last two years of high school, you know, despite once again, despite COVID shorting up your junior year, you know, how was that being able to reconnect for you know to finish out your uh, high school career?
2: I've had one of the greatest moments in my life, to be honest. It was just really a dream come true because I always wanted to play high school with him and I never like I never lost hope but I just never thought we'd get a chance to I thought I would stay in Virginia and finish my high school career but then once I found out my junior year got cut well we were not having a season in Virginia I was like I asked him can I come out here and stay and play basketball and I did and then we had fun ever since.
1: Let's actually pivot and get into your high school career so talk to me about uh you know, the, the move to, to Virginia, to, you know, which obviously was the start of your high school career. Uh, one, talk to me about the move there. And two, talk to me about the transition uh, to high school basketball from both on and off the court. Was that one that was seamless for you, you know, coming from middle school to high school? Because I know there is a difference there. Uh, talk to me about that.
0: Hey, quick break here. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but we'll get right back to it. When it comes to your CBD, quality matters. For all natural relief, visit SimpleGardenCBD.com. If 2020 taught us anything, it's how important our mental and physical health is. Simple Garden CBD specializes in third-party lab-tested, premium-quality CBD products that deliver consistent potency and purity you can count on. Utilizing industry-best extracting methods and ingredients, Simple Garden CBD is proof that not all CBD is created equal. Go check out their amazing lineup of premium CBD vapes, great-tasting full-spectrum, and THC-free tincture oils, as well as their delicious Delta 8 gummies that are absolutely amazing. And don't forget, they also carry some of the latest vape battery technology and designs on the market. So shop now at SimpleGardenCBD.com and use discount code STRAYHAND15 and save 15% on your order. That's right, I said it. Save 15% on your order using discount code STRAYHAND15. Get your order in now and experience the amazing benefits of premium quality CBD for yourself. Add Simple Garden CBD to your health and wellness regimen today. Real CBD, real results.
2: Um, the move, it was hard, I'm not going to lie, it was it was a real hard move, I really didn't want to go, didn't want to move out there, but I mean, I met, I had some great connections, great bonds out there, so I'm, it was all worth it, I, but transitioning to bat, high school out there was, it was easy, because in eighth grade out there, you could play JV, so I played JV as an eighth grader. And I played, yeah, I played JV as eighth grader then. So my next year, I was basically playing against – I played varsity against some people that were already on eighth grade. I mean, I was already on JV. So it was just like the same thing. So you
1: played varsity freshman and freshman, sophomore year out there? Yeah. I... Talk to me because obviously, you know, even right now, you're 5'9", 5'10". I can only imagine how much
2: smaller you were freshman sophomore year. How was that from a physical uh, standpoint? I, I, I think I haven't grown since my freshman year. I was the same height. Same build, the same everything? I mean, I got a little more
1: muscle on me, but like, I'm the same height. Gotcha. So how how was that from a physical physicality standpoint? Because you know, at this point, let's just be honest. You know, it, you know, you're you playing varsity. You could be playing in some 18, 19 year olds with, the, with these you know, holdbacks, double holdbacks. Yeah,
2: I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that big of a transition for me. I, Cause I'm a, I always my dad always had me playing with older people. Me and Amari, we playing with older people since we were young. So like. Playing the older people was just like normal. Playing people my age group was not fun, to be honest. I could never, we were never allowed to play our age group. We always had to play up. I'm glad you brought that up. So
1: talk to me, uh, I mean, I still want to stick with high school, but let's veer for a quick, for a quick second. Uh, how many years did you guys play up growing up? One or two years? Um,
2: probably every year I played on the same team we played up. How many years? One, two years? Um, More? One, two,
1: one, two. Okay, gotcha. So, by the time you got, like you said, by the time you got to freshman, sophomore, you're playing at the varsity level. Uh, I, I take it, I don't want to take words out your mouth. I take it, you know, the fact that you played it against older kids uh, prepared you for that. Yes, gotcha, gotcha. Speed of the game didn't bother you at all because obviously the speed of varsity is a lot different than JV. Freshman. I, don't know.
2: I, I, I don't know, I play fast anyway. I've been playing fast my whole life, so just, <laughs> it, was just, it was really loving to me. It really played my hands,
1: <laughs> not a lie. No, I like it, man. Um, junior year was obviously heavily impacted by COVID. Only got you know a handful of games and eight games, I believe, to be exact. You know, you guys, your only losses were to Grant. Um, yeah. How are you? Uh, how are you able to stay focused? You know, during that time, because that's when I'm gonna be honest with you. That's what a lot of people, you know, started COVID as a guard, came back as a power forward. Like you couldn't even recognize people. You know, how are you? How are
2: you able to stay focused and really stay on your grind uh, during that time? It's just a one-two thing. If if you want it, you're gonna get it. And you gotta stay focused i have a hoop outside my house so i never really had to we never really had to go to the gym so like we have no excuse but to work out we can't you stay know
1: what gym. no i was gonna say but that, that, that's a blessing though because uh i don't know like i said i know you're in sack I- i'm out here in el grove uh a lot a lot of our courts you know they're taking them down you know out here a lot of local parks we couldn't even
2: play oh, so yeah they had a we, week down for a while but oh, we, they have did? A, we have a uh, church over our like a wall it's like a private church we weren't supposed to be on the uh, court but god know where our heard that so we got we got to go <laughs> i like that man uh, yeah, no doubt i
1: like that so so you so you you uh so you guys never stopped playing then
2: essentially yeah. you guys were always putting in yeah. the work and then and then courtside was open so we, like, we were still playing au so like was like we're still getting in work either way who'd you play with while you were at courtside oh um Red Elite. Uh we play red elite. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about red elite.
1: Red
2: oh, elite. Shout, oh, I, shout out Dante. Shout out Dante no yeah, Miller. Shout out my man Dante. Yeah, yeah we yeah. got Red Elite. You know, we, we went to Utah. I ain't gonna lie to you, I played my on tournament, one of my first tournaments ever. But yeah, it was fun. That's dope, man. Good
1: obviously, nice fun experience to you know, uh, you know, get out of the area and obviously like I said, see new competition, see new new players. Uh Well, let's get into this past season, man. Your senior year, I mean, you guys got off to, you know, a blazing start. Uh, Talk to me about the mentality, and the mindset that you guys had,
2: being that this was your last ride. We just, we wanted to kill everybody in front of us. We didn't want to leave nothing, no remarks, no regrets on the court. So we went out there and fought our hardest and came up a little short, but we had a remarkable season.
1: Absolutely, man. your game, uh, you know, has, you know, continued to grow, you know, each year. What do you feel that you improved the most on this year that allowed you to put such monster numbers? I mean, we're talking about 22.7 rebounds, you know, four assists, three steals. Once again, seven rebounds for a guy that's 5'9", five, five, sorry, 5'10", five, I'll give you 5'10", bro. 5'10", man, which is still crazy to me because you, you play the guard position. It's not like you were yeah. down and playing to three or four. You, I mean, you're grabbing seven rebounds at, you know, 5'10". Uh, you know, those are monster numbers, man. 22, 7, 4, and 3. Um, I, I, don't, I, can only, I, actually, I don't even know how many blocks you. you know, I'm pretty sure you put in one or two blocks a game as well. Uh but talk to me what do you think that was most instrumental for you to that that allowed you to have
2: that such a you know great senior year? Probably just being a dog like I just was hungry all year and I just wanted to just wanted to prove to college coaches that I can play at the next level and play above my the average people. <laughs>
1: Let me ask you this, man. Uh, you know, your, your, your game, you, you, Alexa, I want you to correct me if I'm wrong. You consider yourself a two-guard, right? A one, two, a two, right? I don't see you as being a
2: point. Are you a two-guard? No, nah, I'm really a point guard, but I, I could pass the ball. I just never really had a – I guess I could say I could well-rounded team where I could share the ball with everybody that I knows the game and ready for passes. So this That's past right.
1: year with, with Burbank, you, you, you know, I know obviously you guys are known for having you know, one of the best backcourts. So this past year you would consider
2: yourself the one, Amari the two? Yeah, Mario. Definitely, uh, he he he. Probably, he's a primary two guard. If if you ask him what, what's his position, he'll tell you he's a, he's a shooting guard.
1: Yeah, he wants to get a bucket. know I absolutely get that. But so so at the next so what I'm trying to get at is so at the next level, uh, is your goal to play the one? Yes. Gotcha. I know. So here's the thing: a lot of people out there listening are probably gonna be like, "Well, of course, you know, at, at his size, he's gonna have to play the one." But that's not necessarily true these days. You know, I mean, the, the, the yeah. game has definitely evolved, and your game. You know, it's one thing for a, a, a player's height to dictate the position they play. but it's another thing for what their game dictates, right? And to yeah. me, like you said, you're a dog. You attack You attack the hole. You're looking to get buckets. Now, once again, it's also based on your surroundings, based on the team you're on. Your role may change. Um, yes. like, like, like you alluded to, on your team, you guys had some, you know, you guys senior heavy. You had a couple young guns, of course, some young fellas obviously returning. But for the yeah. most part, you, you, you and Amari were, were uh, you know, counted on to, to carry that offensive load. And, and you, got, you, you guys had, you know, for the most part, from a volume standpoint, you guys took a lot of the shots. Uh, that yeah. being said, you, you had to be in attack mode. Uh, so okay. you know, that's, that, that's interesting to hear. So, so at the next level, uh, you're looking to be essentially a scoring one, because obviously you don't want to take away that, that, that uh, explosiveness and the scoring ability that you have.
2: Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to show people how I can play the one. can I can pass the ball. I can get others better.
1: Let me ask you this: What's your gift zone? Like, like for example, with Amari, I feel his gift zone, like his gift zone, his gift talent is is, you know putting the ball in the bucket. What do you feel your gift zone is?
2: I said I'm probably more, I'm probably better when I'm uh, playmaking for myself. Well, going for myself, it only because I never really had a team where I could play make for everybody else. And but I think this year I'm going to show people I'm going to be a point guard. I'm going to at least average five, six assists this year on a college level.
1: No, that's awesome, man. And listen, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's many point guards. Let's be honest. These days, most point guards are scoring point guards. There's not too many Chris Paul's, you know, where they're really, you know, uh, that's the throwback point guard, right. Where they're facilitating really creating for others first. Uh, the, the game has, you know, has absolutely changed, but, and, and this, I mean, the point guard is actually one of the more deeper positions in basketball. Right. I mean, you look at, you know, look around, so um, no, yeah. Hey, a playmaker to me could do both, you know, create for others, but definitely create for yourself. Um, yeah. Let me ask you this, uh, you know, for someone who hasn't seen you play, what's the best way to to describe your game?
2: Uh, Fast, athletic guard, play defense, pass the ball, got a good mid-range shot, and going to play for all 32 minutes.
1: If there's one part of your game that you feel that needs to be improved the most, what would it be?
2: Uh, Shooting
1: three-point shot. Three-point shot, gotcha, gotcha. Which is, which is you know, which is crazy these days because that's what most people just want to do, right? The mid-range game is a lost art, but it's something that, you know, obviously you definitely possess a great mid-range game. Um, What were some of the highlights you had from this past senior season? Highlight games or, like, highlight stats or what? Just highlights, man. Like, when you think of your senior year, what's, like, a couple key plays or games or what's the first thing that you think of right now? Senior year, what's the first thing that pops in your head?
2: Uh, probably we played against Western Ranch. know I just it was just it was just the game we won, and I had a I, I had a phenomenal game. Not a lie. Gotcha, I, probably, I, I think Western Ranch had thirty-four points, eleven rebounds, seven assists, like five steals. Oh,
1: filled up the stat sheet, man, killing it. But that uh, that uh, the Metro was a tough tough this season, man, with a lot of talented guards. I mean, you pretty much yeah. can name pretty much every school had you know. Had tough guards. Who do you feel was the toughest?
2: Not counting counting our sport, not counting me or Marty. Correct. Like, who do you feel was toughest for you to face? Uh, Vera Monterey Charles. That dude's a
1: dog. (laughs) He's a boy. Hey, my my guy can score literally any way the basketball can be scored. And, And he makes it look so effortless, doesn't he? I mean, yeah. my hey, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I went back and I was watching. I wasn't there in person, but I went back and watched the, the film against uh, when you guys played them at MT. Did not realize he dropped a 40 piece. I don't know 40 something, right? I'm not sure what it was exactly, 44. but 44. No, but and I hate to say this, I know it's gonna sound crazy for people, but go. I mean, I guess we could I could post the link in the details here on on this episode, but it was a quiet 40. I say quiet 44 because I just didn't realize it was 44. I was like, damn, he scored 44 points, but that was a high scoring game, man. I, I know yeah. Contre had a good game too, Contre uh like, yeah they they but <laughs> that was a high scoring game so outside of varick obviously shout out Verrick. uh you know i've seen i've been able to see that you know young fella uh for some time i remember when he, him and marcellus roberson who's now at berkeley were still uh training with coach nelson who obviously he's still with my son malachi at that time was like eight or nine super young training with them and those guys were obviously much older than them about uh, but he's been a walk in bucket for all these years um uh, who else outside of very? Uh, do you feel it was tough? I mean, I, I like I said to me, the whole conference was tougher with guards. But who else? Who else stands out? Um, they
2: got they got perspective on our man J Rock, man. Shout out J Rock from Grant. Yeah, I'm, absolutely, man. Graduation on Bethune Cookman, he went crazy. He, was, he, I think he just slept on point guard as a point guard. If we talking about guard, I think he's he slept on. Not gonna lie, because he he plays defense. He passed the ball. He's not. He's he can score, but he's not a scorer. If you if you if that makes sense.
1: No, absolutely. J Rock could do it all, man. J Rock, uh, uh, you know, he facilitated. He scored when he actually he could score more if he wanted to. But 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 yeah. being with that being that team had, you know, obviously you know you know just the talent they had around him. Mm-hmm. Um, and my
2: boy Rashad too. He was a cute, your Rashad, yeah.
1: Yeah, hey, Rashad was another one, man. Rashad was like, I look up, he scored twenty five. I couldn't believe it. Like, that's another one that was like, he just get his. And he and he was just as consistent as can be. Uh, but no, a hey, J Rock made that that team go. To be honest, with you. Uh, you know, yeah. truth be told, I feel like he was the glue on that team. I mean, he's the one that really made you know everybody go. Like you said, tough as, you know, toughest can be you know, I, dog on defense.
2: And I think some other players, if we consider Dante from Laguna Guard, he he's. He, he, played well. he played well. I mean, second time he played him, he didn't play good. But when we played him the first time, then he played very well, especially as a young sophomore. And he had, hey, a, big,
1: he had, he had a big summer. Bro, da- 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 Dante, to me, is top three uh, score in the area. I mean, y'all could add me whatever you want. Top three in the score uh, – uh, top three score in the area uh, this coming year. Or like right now. Honestly, that, that's another kid that could score any way possible on the court. Obviously, you know, I see him a little bit more than, you know, most people. But he uh, – no man, absolutely. That dude's a dog, man, and he he uh he can score at every level, right, left, out right, mid range, all three levels. Um, I mean he's a big guard too. He's six four. He's a big kid, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, yeah. He he was a problem sophomore year, but I think you know like I said I think this area is gonna be really in trouble in the next couple of years, you know, with him. Um,
2: go ahead. Uh, you can
1: go. I was gonna say, uh, anybody else stand out? With that's pretty cool. You you mentioned him, man, because obviously him being a young fellow, only a sophomore year, he did have a good game against you guys at uh, Burbank. At, at Burbank. Yep, he did have a good game against you guys.
2: Um, who else? Uh, it's, it's only for Metro, right? You said for Metro, right? Y- yeah, yeah, in your conference, yeah, yeah, yeah. A I, lot, man. Yeah, but I think those, those are the main ones. gave us trouble. I like, yeah, I didn't want to give us trouble.
1: No, I got you. I got you. Well, I mean, that, that's that's I mean, you just named three, four teams, man. That's 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 you know, obviously, it, it was a tough conference, man. I love seeing him oh, no, no, play. Oh, no,
2: yeah, no, no, no. I'm not saying uh, he gave us trouble, but number I, I, don't, I don't know his name, but he he plays for Kennedy. He's an Asian kid, number 23. I think he's nice. I'm not gonna lie, for me personally, I think he's nice. No, that's Zach Fong, man. It's, that's Zach. Yep, Zach, is. Zach is, whoever his name is. Oh, bro, shout him out. He, 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 he can go.
1: Yeah, that's Zach. And, and you know what? It, it, you probably know is all he did was kill y'all with the I mean I, I mean, I don't know if he killed y'all, but I'm just saying this just because I know it's all he shoots. He, he, he's heavy on the mid-range, heavy on the mid-range, heavy.
2: He's he, he, he pretty good, man, I'll lie to you.
1: Yeah, he's stronger, he's stronger than he looks too. I mean, he gets to his spots and goes, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad you uh, shouted him out, man. Hey,
0: quick break here. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but we'll get right back to it. Are you sick and tired of that heart-sinking feeling every time you get your electricity bill? Do you wish there was some way to join in the revolution of solar power without leaving your wallet begging for mercy? Luckily for you, there's a way to achieve both. At Sunray Solar, we're here to use our unrivaled expertise and high-quality equipment to deliver beyond your expectations. We pride ourselves on keeping up to date with the latest global innovations, guaranteeing long-lasting performance, reliability, and seamless integration with your home. Solar energy just doesn't save the planet, it saves you from that heart-sinking feeling of increasing utility rates year to year. So what are you waiting for? Start putting your money back in your pocket today. Reach out to Daniel today and find out how to cut your electricity bill in half. Mention straight talk with straight hand and receive a $500 cash rebate. Call Daniel with Sunray Solar at 872-238-9319 or email him at daniel@sunrays.solar at or message him on IG at solardan1. Power your home with the sun's rays today.
1: Uh, obviously he's only a young fellow, man, but I'm a little biased, you know, uh, Jordan Lawrence, who's a freshman that played on the varsity team at Kennedy short in season. Cause he got injured, but, uh, I'm not sure if you remember him, so but that's uh, the light skin one, right? That's my guy. Yeah. That's the nephew, yeah. man. That's, yeah. I, co-
2: I watched him play at course the other day. Yeah. He's,
1: uh, he's, uh, you know, he pretty uh, good. Yeah. Pretty good, man. He, only a freshman, only a freshman played on the varsity this past season. So like I said, a little biased, I've coached him for six years, but right on, man. Well, Hey, let's get into, uh. Let's get into the you know the playoffs. I mean, obviously, you know, Limbrook, uh, you know, w- w- was a tough loss, especially being a game that, that y'all had. I mean, you guys really had that. But let me ask you this what do you feel was the biggest challenge uh in the postseason for y'all?
2: Um, lack of discipline. Mm, okay. Lack of, lack of discipline and lack of trust of each other. And I and I could take I could take part of that because a part of uh being a leader on the team is like trying to make sure we like we glued together and everybody ready to go. And I think I kind of failed us on that part, but.
1: No, hey, listen, man, that's accountability. I mean, much respect to you. A lot of people don't, you know, are, you know rather rather point the finger elsewhere. But, you know, one thing about being a leader is, you know, obviously, you know, when you have success, you know, you you give credit elsewhere. And, and then, you know, when it comes to, you know, losses and failures, you're not scared to take the blame. Not saying you took all the blame, but I'm saying, but you held accountability for it. Um, Yeah, because to be perfectly honest to you, I mean, those, those games – uh, the two the last two losses you guys had,
2: you guys had both games. Yeah, we're uh, Central Catholic. We're up seven with like two minutes left. Yep, we uh, lost, and I missed the game winner. Crazy. Hey, it it, it takes it,
1: it takes courage, it takes trust to just be the one that takes it though, man. So obviously, I'll head up head up high on that one. Let me ask oh, you yeah, this. Um, let me ask you this. What are some of the biggest takeaways and lessons that you took from Coach Lindsey and the rest of your coaching staff at Burbank?
2: Uh, well, I'm gonna start with Coach Wesley. Coach Wesley, he'll push you to work. He pushes you to work hard. Like he wants you to go. He, he, he gonna give you the green light if you, if you, if you earn it though. Like if you're not earning it in practice, you're not gonna get no time to like, you know, get a no time to shine with him. And I, and I, I agree with that. If you're not putting no work, in, like Kobe said, I don't respect your work. You shouldn't get the ball. But and Coach Darrell, I'm not gonna lie. He helped. He helped me. He helped me a lot. Change mm. the pace work on my jumper, help me get to my spot. He helped me with a lot. Yeah man. I mean go ahead. He kept pushing me. I I I coach Darrell. If y'all ever want some good training, go to Coach Jarrell. Coach Rails. Yeah, yeah. Right on, man. Uh, He definitely got that got got that whole team
1: right, that's for sure. Just a couple more questions, man, before we wrap up. So uh I I know one thing that actually uh you know, reminded me to, you know, make this podcast come to fruition and make it happen is I actually have been, you know, receiving, you know, some text messages, actually one recently, actually three this past week before, you know, we connected about, hey, you know, what happened to the Burbank guards? What happened to Burbank guards? And I was like, oh, you you know what? I'm gonna actually, I had Amari on, but let's get, you know, let's get his brother on. But, you know, there's always been questions on what's next for you, man. So talk to me, you know, what's transpired since, you know, the end of your senior year and, you know,
2: you know, what's the next step for you? Uh, well, I'm going to be uh, – I'm going to go to CRC for my first year for basketball and major in sociology. That's awesome, man.
1: Uh, and, you know, obviously great program. You know, sh- you know sh- shout out, you know, Coach James, Coach Champion, Coach Seals, everybody, you know, out at CRC. Um, uh, Coach Bradley, I believe. I, I don't want to miss anybody. Um, but uh, talk to me, you know, a lot of great programs here locally. Obviously, a lot of great programs all throughout california you know y c r c uh
2: c r c it just they just made me feel welcome like i was at home well when i had took a visit there like in april march something like that it just made me feel like i was at home he welcomed me in and he took he didn't he kept everything he said so far it had been hundred percent honest he he didn't promise me no spot. I mean, he can't promise nobody no spot, but he didn't promise me no spot. He just told me, he's like, he you work hard, you'll be on the court. And I just mm. – and it really caught my attention. Like, I put in work, I could be out there. And I, I don't want nothing given to me.
1: Absolutely, man. Everything earned, nothing given. Uh, what's the – I mean – you know, I always believe in speaking life. You know, uh, you speak life and death of your tongue, so I like to speak life and you know, uh, life into what you you know the goals that you want to accomplish. Uh, you know, what, what are some goals for
2: you? Um, you know, both athletically and academically. Um, just to maintain a good uh, high GPA, so I could be able to transfer next year. And on the court, just keep working, let the work take care of itself, lock in.
1: So you're one of those that's looking at to i mean to essentially be a one and done want want to get out of JUCO after one year.
2: Yeah. I'm, i plan on uh, going to HBCU next year.
1: No, that's awesome. Any of them
2: specifically that you that you that you know um, you desire I more would, than others? Uh Texas Southern. I like Texas Southern. Um Texas I I kind of want to go to North Carolina A&T or Virginia State Union. I like VSU is a division 2 uh HBCU but some good players came out there. That's nice, man. Looks like you're really clear
1: on your vision and, and, you know, where you want to go. Sounds like, obviously, you know, and you also know what it's going to take to get there. So, um, and you're definitely not scared of the work. So I I, I honestly uh, don't doubt any of that. You know, it's going to come to fruition, that's for sure. Um, So, I mean, it's funny because the last episode I just had with Elijah Dupashan, it was a, a perfect example. Young fella, you know, took a visit to, you know, Dartmouth. I, uh, you know, made Ivy league D one, obviously, you know, not bad, uh, you know, talk about a definition of a scholar athlete, but, but ultimately, you know, started his career at Yuba city and, you know, put up numbers was, you know, killing it. And then obviously was able to transfer from there to a D one. So it definitely could happen when it comes to, you know, especially these days where Juco is becoming more of a, uh, a prominent move for even a lot of the top players. Right. Yeah. Um, ultimate goal though, even after that, I mean, taking it a step further, um, you know, is basketball something
2: that you want to do, you know, for a career? Yes, I either uh, play basketball or be a counselor. No,
1: nah, that's dope, man. So, uh, hey, th- th- the way I look at it is this, man, nothing against being a counselor in your 20s, but, you know, you, you can start being a counselor anytime. You know, you're, you're, uh, you- your lifespan as a basketball player is, is much
2: shorter, don't you agree? <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I mean, um, uh, go ahead. Well, yeah, but none of that worked out. Uh, I want to be. I want to do long jump for the Olympics for track. Is that right? Yeah, hey, actually, I, you know
1: what? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Before we jump off here, talk to me. Did, didn't you play baseball this past year too, or no?
2: I played baseball and my track this past year.
1: Yeah, man. Because you're a blur. I mean, on the court, so I can imagine. What you What did you run, or what, what events did you uh, participate uh, in?
2: I did the 100, uh, the long jump before I won. Were any schools looking at you from a from a track standpoint? Because I can only imagine the numbers you put not up. Th- not that I know of. Time, the time you put up. I mean, sorry. Um, not that I know of, but I ran almost a 10-9 in track. I ran eleven point zero two, hundred 100 meter dash. Sheesh, that's solid, and man. I uh, jumped. A, I jumped like a twenty two feet long jump. I I went to masters like a meet uh, before states. I was in a master event. It was it was good experience. No that's, no, that's dope, man.
1: Well, listen, man, let, let, let's go ahead and finish out with some uh, rapid-fire Q&A that I always end all my episodes with, just some random yeah. questions. Uh, you know, What's your go-to move? Crossover. Just crossover. Right to left, left to right, does it matter? Or one, one, one over the other?
2: Left to right, right left to it right. doesn't matter. It don't matter. Okay, gotcha, gotcha.
1: Who's uh, currently your favorite NBA player? and Who's your favorite uh, NBA player of all time?
2: Uh, currently favorite NBA player, Luka Doncic. Favorite NBA player of all time, Kobe
1: luke is your favorite player huh
2: yes mj or lbj lebron lebron okay i, I never watched i never got to watch jordan so i never so lebron's your goat for you no. lebron's your goat no kobe's my
1: goat oh kobe's your goat got gotcha. you yes. kobe over lebron yes gotcha gotcha man trey or Ja? Oh curry. <laughs> Easy. Uh that uh, uh, he wasn't even an option, bro. Trey or jaw. Trey or jaw. Ja. Uh, I'm going. I'm going, going jaw. <laughs> but you but, but you you're going jaw over curry. Well, obviously you're gonna go curry over jaw, right? You're going, yeah. Uh, curry. Yeah, I was gonna say. Is, is he your favorite point guard? Who? Uh Curry.
2: No, Luca, my favorite point guard. Luko point guard. Oh uh,
1: man, you know what? You're right. I mean, anybody that puts up as many assists as him that has to be considered a point guard. Uh, right now, man, I know you have practice a little later on today. Uh, on, on the way to practice, you know what song, what album are you listening to to get you hype?
2: Ooh. uh, I was, I don't listen to like a whole album, I listen to a lot of different artists.
1: Throw me some artists, man. Throw me some tracks right now. Throw me some songs.
2: Uh, I, need, I need to throw, I need to throw e. my playlist. E. back Bagdo, Richie Rich, uh, all Young Boys songs. Put all Young Boys songs in your playlist. Uh, <laughs> Evk KJ and I'm not gonna lie, if you ever want to really get turned. Before a game, listen to Uzi. Uzi, that was me and Mari. That was me and Mari's go-to album before every game in twenty twenty-one. Yeah, I like it, man. I like it, man. Uh,
1: I know we talked about him a few times in this podcast, man. I know how obviously instrumental he is, but what's the? If you had to break it down to, I, I did, I, I did put one, but I guess if you want to put, you know, a couple, what's the best advice
2: that you've ever received from your dad? Stay focused and don't stay focused and grind don't be don't be scared of the work
1: two more man right. uh I, I don't believe in regret i really don't because obviously I, I think you know obviously there's always you know sometimes you win sometimes you learn there's no no such thing as losing as long as you don't as long as you learn from what your mistakes are but let me ask you this if there was one thing that you could actually take take or change back throughout from your high school career what would it be like knowing what you know now what's one thing you would change uh, i'd be a better student really okay yeah. no okay no that's awesome what about uh anything you would change on the court
2: um probably developed a jump shot earlier
1: gotcha 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 well you know what i mean a lot of times especially if someone as athletic as you and someone that gets to, you know gets to where they want to get to as easy as you do um and, and as often as you do it's kind of, it's kind of hard I always tell people even when you know <laughs> when people know they uh, a certain player can only go one way i say okay that that might be the case but if you still can't stop him going right, then why would he go left? You can't stop him right. But I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. you got to obviously develop an overall game. Um, last one here, brother. I know you've obviously – you have a testimony in itself that's only starting. I can't I can't wait to obviously see how this develops, you know, when it comes to you, you know, having a monster your freshman year and then, uh, you know, we're going to speak life into it, transferring to one of those HBCUs that you desire. Uh, that all being said, you know, because a lot of people do look up to you um, you know, here locally, you know, you obviously made a name for yourself. Obviously have people reaching out to me asking, you know, you know, you know, where you're headed, where, where you, where you're at. So people are watching, uh, but for the, specifically the young athletes out there or even someone maybe going through their senior year, what's uh, the number one advice you have for aspiring basketball
2: players? Just keep working, make sure, make sure your grades are good because uh, I think I've lost a lot of opportunities that I could have got if I didn't have, if I, if I would have had better grades and just Listen to your parents and make sure, like, because they're in your best interest. Just make sure you keep good people in your corner and just keep grinding. Just not once a day. You can't only grind that practice. You got to get it outside of practice. You got to get it any time of the day. Anytime you could, you're able to work, you should be able to. You should be out. You should be out there working.
1: I like it, man. No, I, I like it, and I like the fact that you know
2: you've you've
1: uh, alluded to the academics multiple times throughout this episode. Because I always truly do believe that, it, it, you know, it's not being a student athlete, it's about being a scholar athlete, you know. The yeah. uh, last thing you want to do is take care of business on the court, do everything you need to do on the court, and not be eligible to receive that scholarship, right? Because to, me that's, to me, that's like the, that, that's the biggest tragedy that like, you did all that grind, you did all that work, but just because you didn't handle what you had to handle in, in the classroom, um, you know, it didn't happen. But also, at the end of the day, also getting some good counsel, let me piggyback off that, see if you agree with this, but getting some good counsel, uh, for people that the you know let you know what you what needs to be done to be eligible to get that scholarship right a lot, a, lot, a lot of a lot of players are not aware of that you know they just they just think you know take care of business on the court and everything else will take care of itself but that's not how it works so um got you man well listen man uh i, I appreciate you being on the pod i mean i appreciate the backstory like i said I'm, i mean uh you know definitely got learned a few things that's for sure and uh you know, definitely looking to you know catch you on the court this year. I'm, you know, selfishly, I'm glad you're staying locally here so I could you know catch a couple of JC <laughs> games, uh, JC games. You know, they, they are allowing attendance this next coming year, right? Because last year they didn't allow. Yeah, okay, so uh, so actually, you know what? I, I lied, man. One, one one last question, man. So what? Uh, it just came to my came to my head. What, what's some what's some real specific goals you have for 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 your you know your freshman year
2: here locally at CRC? Uh. I think become a starter for the end of the year. Average about average like 10 points, 10. six assists, a couple steals, and be on a, a all team honors, all state honors. Gotcha, man. So so so
1: obviously be a contributor. Uh, be a folk. You know, obviously be one of the instrumental pieces to a team that's going to obviously have some success at CRC this year. Yes, sir. All right. Isaiah Griffin, man, I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you, you know, coming on the pod, man. And uh, like I said, uh, you know, appreciate you sharing your story. And, we, we, you know, we're going to look out for you this next coming season, man.
2: All right. Thanks for having me.
1: You got it. For the rest of you guys, thank you for joining me for another Straight Talk with Hand. Continue having a blessed day, guys. God bless.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another Straight Talk with Hand podcast. And if you haven't done so already, click the subscribe button. And make sure to follow him on Instagram at Strahan, S-T-R-A-Y-H-A-N-D. And we will catch you on the next episode.